we've cured the flu! This is the Soapbox for the week of January 31st, 2021. My wife is constantly encouraging me to do more positively themed soapboxes. I've tried to explain to her that the very nature of having a platform to share my views, which is the definition of a soapbox, implies negativity, because no one really wants to listen to someone saying everything's great. But she's right. doesn't have to be negative always. And so, this week, I come to you with amazing news. Congratulations, America! In addition to such great contributions to the world, such as jazz, Thomas Edison, potato chips, and the credit card, the United States has once again bestowed upon the world another gift. We have cured the flu! The viral disease that we came to know as influenza back in 1933, but more commonly has been referred to simply as the flu, has been ravaging the Earth for 6,000 years! And yet, America has, in only 10 months, eradicated it from the globe. All hail the red, white, and blue. As many as 650,000 people in the world die every year of the flu. Well, I mean, they used to. Now, and forevermore, moving forward, the number will essentially be zero. You see, we're nearing the end of the annual flu season in America, and lo and behold, basically, no one has gotten or died from it. (laughs) Astounding doesn't begin to explain it. On average... 50,000 Americans die every year of the flu, including 200 children. Almost 800,000 of us wind up in the hospital as a result of the flu, but not anymore. You want to know why? Well, of course, it's those fantastic masks we're all wearing. And the social distancing, of course. Thank God for our brave and heroic leaders who have shown us the way. All of this, of course, is complete provable bullshit. But it makes for a great story, and it reinforces how brilliant the world's health experts and politicians have been. It also gives them a launching pad for never-ending power and control, if we allow it. Because every fall moving forward will now be declared mask season, and people will be told to cover their faces from October to March to stop the spread of the flu. Remember that phrase? Stop the spread. No hugging, touching, feeling, hashtag journey. Or, I would suppose, indoor dining. I mean, come on, you might get a sniffle. So let's start with the dishonesty, and we'll work our way towards the stupidity, lunacy, and criminality of all of this. Flu cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are and always have been based entirely on estimates and mathematical extrapolations. Guesses is another word for that. First of all, for starters, do you even know anyone who has ever been tested for the flu? I didn't. Brandon is literally the only person I have ever met who has actually been tested for the flu. Because our ability to test for the flu is stupid. The test we have is only good if someone is tested within 48 hours of getting ill. And prior to making everyone stark raving mad over a sore throat, no one used to run to the doctor with initial symptoms of the flu. We would just ride it out. Doctors simply diagnose patients as having the flu based on their observations, and then they report those numbers, and the CDC and the World Health Organization put that information into a giant calculator, and they tell us how many people got and or died from the flu every year. That's it. That's how it's done. Those numbers you see aren't based on test results. But let's shift to now. The one place no one wants to be is anywhere near a doctor's office or a hospital today. After nearly a year of scaring the living hell out of people on every level, many of us refuse to go near a medical facility even if we are sick. And since 99.97% of all people under 50 survive COVID, 
according to the CDC's actual statistics. And since many employers will insist you stay home, many without paying you, if you do test positive, there's a lot of people walking around with stuffy noses, sore throats, and a mild fever that are hiding it. Those who do seek treatment almost always do so virtually, since doctors don't want you spreading the dreaded corona. So they diagnose you via a Zoom call as having COVID. You are what we call presumed COVID. That's a thing. Google it. What's amazing is no one presumes the flu anymore. We all presume COVID, which is a hell of a way to eradicate the flu. Just assume no one has it. We all have COVID. Those who do seek treatment often do so well after the first 48 hours of symptoms because they're hoping and praying they don't need to go near a hospital. And then once they do, if they even are given a flu test, they are, of course, negative because it's well past its 48 hours of incubation. And then ironically, they also test negative for COVID, but they are presumed to have COVID because, you know, science. Thus, no flu. And as for the children, of course, they're not getting the flu since we aren't letting them go to school in most of the country and they don't get to play around and they don't have play days. And, oh, if they do get sick, uh, it's just presumed COVID and on and on it goes. But wait, wait, wait. How is it that half of the country spent the holidays traveling and visiting loved ones, mingling households, not wearing masks, hugging one another, and being told that they were surging the spread of COVID and yet no one got the flu? That makes absolutely zero, no fucking sense at all whatsoever. And there it is. No sense at all whatsoever. And we're falling for it over and over and over again. And what if, by the way, just for a moment, we grant them their asinine reality and see that, yes, the almighty masks and social distancing are working and learning from home are the reasons that absolutely no one is getting the flu, even though millions of people, of course, are. Have we really, truly, honestly sunk so low that this is the life that we choose? We're so afraid of body aches and chills that we'd rather live with our faces covered and the absolute minimal amount of human contact possible? Jesus fucking Christ, what has happened to us? I long for the days of shoulder-blocking endless New Yorkers as I make my way down the Avenue of Americas or literally feeling droplets from a dozen strangers spewed down upon me at a Metallica concert. I long for those days because that's what we used to call life and living. Come on. We've been promised an end since the beginning. Two weeks to stop the spread became a few months, and then many months. And then an entire holiday season. And then a year. And now, as they roll out the vaccine, we're told, oh, a few more months. The almighty Anthony Fauci says we'll see some sort of normalcy at the end of summer. Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is mid-September. But he doesn't quantify the word some. Awesome. So we can go back to football games, but we still have to cover our faces like a bunch of goddamn criminals. Which, by the way, how ironic is that? We'll cover that some other time. Used to be fucking verboten to cover your face. Now it's encouraged. God, what have we done? Look, I hate conspiracy theories, and I hate conspiracy theorists. There is almost never a boogeyman behind the door or under the curtain. However, there is a stark difference between a conspiracy theory and linking logic to come to a conclusion. And the truth of the matter is... That we have handed the dorks, the nerds, the losers, and the weaklings of the world the key to power and control over all of us. They are never going to let go of it if we allow them. 
And if you've ever had power over another person, you know the feeling. It is, in fact, exhilarating. Those of us with morals and values recognize immediately the Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Most amongst us don't have morals or values, and certainly not the dorks and the nerds who were tortured and bullied as children and molded to believe that they were outcasts only to become the learned, and now the powerful. They're salivating at the idea of being able to tell us all to mask up at their very whim or whisper, and who knows what else. And so to summarize, if all goes as planned, we will basically eradicate COVID in 2021. And yet, amazingly, we will all be told that the flu is bearing down upon us come fall, and that we all must mask up and socially distance to avoid getting a virus that we've all been perfectly happy living with the flu for centuries. And I remind you, the reason we never wore masks during flu season is that there is, A, absolutely no evidence that living like goddamn raccoons prevents the spread of influenza, and B, that's not living. But who cares? Living has been redefined as not living. All we care about now as a collective is remaining alive, like zombies, apparently. Not enjoying life in all of the ways that we used to. No more concerts, comedy shows, or festivals in the ways that we used to enjoy them because that sort of fun isn't allowed any longer. Lest you get a runny nose, <laughs> we're teetering. And we're waiting for a consensus to arise and extend an answer to us all. So far, the verdict is that yes, we're, quote, all willing to stop living just to stay alive. I hope and I pray that enough of us will reject that and demand a return to actual normalcy, but I have my doubts. As for my wife, positivity is negative. I mean, after all, God forbid any of us test positive for COVID since it's a death sentence, even though it isn't. But hey, at least it's not the flu.